0: Hello, friends. We're back again. It's Fightful Overbooked, and it's Saturday. It's March 25th. I do that so that the audio people know what the date is, because people, <laughs> like, people like myself and Jeff Hawkins had conversations about how old we are, because today we're going to talk... Oh, boy. We're going to talk about WrestleMania gimmick matches. Now, Jeff, like I said, we, we were kind of talking off air, and we came to the realization that there have been 39 WrestleManias as of next weekend. Yes. Yes. Um, and we may have been around for most of these WrestleManias.
1: I was all around for all of them. I've
0: seen them all. <laughs> and then there are some fans who are probably about to turn 18, 19, 20. And they're like, Meh. Meh. Yeah, "I, I remember WrestleMania 23. And I'm like, I was at WrestleMania 23. There's been a lot of different matches. I think you and I, as we kind of did some research, discovered that there have been some gimmick matches but there have also been a lot of matches with like no DQ or just random stipulations.
1: stipulations you know uh, <laughs> the one that always sticks out for me for some reason is you know the the Harley Race junkyard dog kiss my f- <laughs> bow that's, to me or kiss my feet or whatever it is that's gimmick that's that's gimmick okay that's well no it's a regular match but the loser then has to do something afterwards if they lose see that's a stipulation
0: See, this is where we're going to get deep into. The okay,
1: because I, I will explain. I Go will. Ahead. I will greatly explain. A stipulation is it's a match, but it, uh, you know, no holds barred, no DQ. There's there's a rule change in there. A gimmick match involves a gimmick, like a ladder or a cell or <laughs> giant mouse traps or something. <laughs> That's actually my if you ask me what my favorite gimmick match of Mania was, it probably is Sami Zayn and Johnny Knoxville. Really
0: is. It's like the most overrated underrated match because it shouldn't be considered underrated right. because it's just so damn good. And it should have been on more people's match of the year. But because oh, it's a gimmick match. It doesn't fancy it
1: thing. made me laugh instead of clap. You know, <laughs> okay, great, you know.
0: I'm here to laugh. I'm not here. I don't take wrestling seriously. No. I like impact back for Christ's sake.
1: No, but I mean, but but it, it's it's interesting though that W because there are so few gimmick matches, it makes the gimmick matches on their special, and I think that's part of the point. You know, like <laughs> what 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 do you think the worst gimmick match they ever had on a WrestleMania is? Because I have an idea. Of, well, I mean, okay, let me let me let me back off there because it's obviously one of these. Playboy. Thank you. Evening yeah. gown or a Playboy pillow fight match. Those are obviously the worst. But I mean, Akibono and Big Show in a sumo match is still fun for me.
0: It's still fun. The even even Mayweather and Big Show was yeah. a, you know, had an entertaining build and the match was fine even though it was, you know, it wasn't much, but it, again, makes you laugh. Um no, the Nigerian drum fight and that's pretty <laughs> recent. Everyone had this, not everyone, but a lot of people, myself included, had an idea of, like, what it could be, and they did nothing to explain it. And then on the day of the show, it was just a a random. A no-DQ
1: match or a street fight, right?
0: Yeah, just a random no-DQ match with drums around the corner.
1: No, we just wanted to put two black wrestlers in a Nigerian drum fight.
0: And it just felt racist as
1: hell. It did. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then look at uh, that. And I'm like, yeah, like you could talk about Last Man Standing with Edge and Orton. And like that match just went too long. It had potential. And then it lasted like 40. Is that times.
1: also the one that they, they plugged as the greatest match ever?
0: No, that was the next time okay. they went.
1: Because,
0: yeah, th- this was the one at WrestleMania 36 where they, uh, <laughs> there's the very famous line of tweets from different people in wrestling media where, uh, two out of three people were panning the match and then one person in particular is just like this is the greatest match ever it's so much storytelling <laughs> and i'll let you guys figure out who it is or go find the line of, of who spoke about it but yeah
1: yeah Thanks. but they've also innovated at wrestlemania which i mean money in the bank was born out of wrestlemania
0: yes it was like
1: five of these that that came in they were all very very good i thought you can even argue that the ladder match,
0: the TLC match yes. that later would happen, uh, that started with the wrestle. Well, it started with No Mercy 99, where they did the Terry Invitational. They did the ladder match with Edge and Christian and the Hardys. And then they went on to WrestleMania. They introduced the ladder match three way at 2000. And then yeah. the next, year, then was the
1: next year was TLC. Yeah.
0: And then they did TLC again at SummerSlam in 2000. So it built, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it got better and better every time they they tried to put on those those ladder match and TLC matches.
1: Now, now your gimmick, uh, your gimmick WrestleMania winner is WrestleMania 22. Um, a Money what? in the Bank, Money yeah. in the Bank, which Rob Van Dam won. A hardcore match Edge versus Mick Foley. That's when where Foley came back and went through the burning table, I believe. Uh, a casket match between Undertaker and Mark Henry. No holds barred between Shawn Michaels and Vince McMahon, and the Affirmation Playboy Pillow Fight between Tori Wilson and Candice Michelle. Oh that God. that's a lot of gimmicks for a WrestleMania because they usually don't have one or two, or they're like you'll have the hardcore title being defended, so it's technically a gimmick match, but it's not. You know the twenty four seven title types of things. Um, I th- think though, for my personal preferences, my favorite. Might be the New Age Outlaws versus Chainsaw Charlie and Terry Funk in a dumpster match.
0: That was such a such a good match and such a stupid match. Yes, at the time
1: it was unbelievably stupid, but at the same time, I was just like, I go, I can't believe Terry Funk's in the WWE. <laughs> No, I I, it, wasn't,
0: it wasn't Terry Funk. It was Chainsaw Charlie. There was a difference.
1: <laughs> I believe that was this the broadcast that both Road Dogg and Jim Ross said the hell with that. That's Terry Funk. <laughs> very well, because I think I think they're the nah, nah. Oh, you didn't know? You <laughs> said Road dog come up Terry Funk gonna whip your ass. <laughs> it's like no, that's Chainsaw Charlie. Jr. goes that's Terry Funk. <laughs> <laughs> we're both Uh, in nylon king it's terry funk the build is problematic but the backlot brawl i thought was also a lot of fun i thought they're gonna bring that back for this that's something that i thought maybe steve austin would do this year yes and no
0: so like you said the build was problematic but the match itself was also rooted in the oj chase and that was once in a lifetime story so it was so stupid that there's nothing else that could make the Hollywood backlot brawl like resemble what it was in 96.
1: No, but it was an interesting choice to do due to locale. And I, I like those types of matches. I, I wish they'd do more of those, to yeah. be honest with you, occasionally for WrestleMania. Especially now that it's two nights and you just got to fill time. Yeah, and, and it's
0: funny because going into this, I was I, I've noticed that there are clearly more gimmicky matches as you get deeper into the years you know we talked offline about how there's a bunch of years where suddenly the wwf was very serious
1: yeah three through nine there's nothing because you're doing like the tournament at four yep and and other things i mean you'll have stipulation matches but you won't have gimmick matches they're all just straight blow offs of feuds for the most part
0: yeah exactly and playboy by the way going back to them they got involved twice on wrestlemania matches they did the evening gown match with Tori and Sable against Jackie Gata and Stacy, and then they did the pillow fight at twenty two with Tori and Candace. So Tori, clearly the uh, the Playboy cover girl, <laughs> wrestling cross yes,
1: she, she, she's somewhat attractive. Joel, I don't know if you know this. Really, I, yeah, mm-hmm. you, you know the one that I, uh, that I was most geeked for though is very very early was WrestleMania two with the NFL players in the battle royal.
0: Yes, yeah, so this one I. I never got super into because I'm not a huge football fan to begin. Okay.
1: Like, I was. And I, and it was like they had all these offensive and defensive linemen going in there against the wrestlers. And, it, and I, I was like, oh man, this is gonna be great. And be it not, opened go ahead. It was work at the time, but <laughs> be, like it opened the door for
0: like refrigerator Perry years and years later and other crossovers with the NFL.
1: Yeah. Definitely. And and you know uh, the <laughs> T- Taylor Bigelow gets a lot of crap from that, from that SummerSlam. Or was it SummerSlam or Mania? I can't remember. Didn't they do it at Mania 11? You're right, I think. Sorry, I don't have that written down. I have, uh, the only thing I have written down for, uh, for WrestleMania 11 is I quit Hart and Backlund.
0: Which, yeah, which, that was the only I quit match that's on this list.
1: Well, there, there was a submission match two that, years later with Bret and Austin. That doesn't count. I know. <laughs> well, what's the point of a submission then? To make somebody quit, I, I get that they're different, but at the same time, it's just—it's it, weird how they kind of tap dance these things. Like, you'll have a no holds barred, but also a no DQ match on the same WrestleMania. Yes. Like, well, technically, they're
0: different, and that's why I looped all of them together. And I just kind of sat there like, I'm not going to write falls count anywhere for everyone. No disqualification, street fight. Like, I basically—if they had weapons involved like a extreme rules match that wasn't a hardcore match. It was all on the list with like the toys match.
1: Yeah. Uh, and we'd be, I mean, we'd be doing disservice if we did not go to the greatest gimmick match of all time on this. And that is WrestleMania 10, the ladder match with razor and HBK.
0: So again, is that a gimmick match or is that a stipulation? That's match? a gimmick
1: match. Cause there's a ladder.
0: And the ladder is a gimmick.
1: Ladder is a gimmick. Interesting. Okay. Stipulations are just straight matches where you change the rules. So gimmick I- gimmick matches are here are, here are things for you to play with within the bounds. Like a like to me a Chicago street fight is a gimmick match.
0: Right, it's a street fight so you're going to bring yes. to the ring and you're going to use them. Yes. And the placement of the city just happens to be where they are.
1: Yes. Yeah,
0: that makes sense. The ladder match, of course, is, is something you can use the ladder to your advantage. And I guess we also included TLC as a gimmick match. Yeah. You're still reaching for the title, the title. You're not scoring. A you're pin, not pinning pin,
1: or. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I, I get it. And and it's on the list. So, I mean, clearly it's something that we put down you know,
1: as opposed to say like Savage Warrior where, you know, if Savage loses, he retires. That's not, that's not a gimmick match. That's a stipulation match.
0: See, now we're doing the professor gimmicks. You, <laughs> this is why, this is why I bring you on. <laughs> Yeah, I,
1: I still have some usefulness to the Fightful universe. It's always fine. Nice. No,
0: yeah, it's not just because we didn't drop a newsworthy video for Jeremy and I this morning and I needed to fill content. No, it's not that at all. It's very much because I value your your opinion and your history lessons,
1: Jeff. Yeah, you just <laughs> happened to value it late Friday night.
0: <laughs> no idea what you're talking about. We've had this planned for months. It's been on the calendar. <laughs>
1: uh. No, but I mean, just just going through these, I, there's a lot of these I forgot about that I may need to watch or may not need to watch depending on like uh, I had forgotten the uh, Boss Man Undertaker Hell in the Cell match was at a Mania.
0: Oh, that was you can't forget that one because that was the hanging, the infamous.
1: Oh, that's right. Oh, that's why I don't don't watch
0: it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and and of course like people were like what about Kendall from Hell kind of uh, that was not at WrestleMania That wasn't at WrestleMania. That was at Unforgiven in 1999 right. I think
1: or 98. Yeah, there's a lot of matches people think were at WrestleManias but they weren't.
0: No. Why would you do it anyway? Do you consider a boxing match a gimmick match here? Yes. Yeah, cuz I mean Mr. T and Piper at WrestleMania That was
1: too. a big deal.
0: Yeah. At the yeah. Time.
1: People don't realize how big of a star Mr. T really was. I mean Mr. T was um who would I put the modern day equivalent of Mr. T as just big transcendental star that can do movies or TV and it's known on site? I mean, you know, maybe I was going to say Jonathan Majors, but <laughs> that would be problematic right now. Um You're dating yourself. It's okay, Jeff. No. John- Jonathan Majors? I don't know. He's recent. This he? guy who was in uh, Kang. He's oh, Kang, I- the Conqueror from... Uh, From Amen. No, but just somebody who was everywhere, (laughs) in everything, all at once. That's that's Mr. T. That's that's him in nineteen in the early eighties. He's the A Team. I mean, if you were a child back then and you didn't watch the A Team, you were not allowed to socialize because you had nothing in common with anybody else.
0: Wow. I sorry. I just I googled Jonathan Majors, and I'm like, now I know why you backtracked.
1: Yes. Thank you.
0: Literally an hour ago. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about a re- winner gets to referee the main event? They did this at what? This was at uh, 15, Mankind and Paul White. Yes, Stip- that's a stipulation. But then the gimmick becomes the referee kind of plays into the final of the match.
1: That's a special referee, though. That's that's I mean, that's a little bit of a gimmick. The special referee is a gimmick, but it's also a long-standing wrestling tradition. I mean. <laughs> No, it really is. I mean, I, I can't think of like, like Joe Frazier at a Starcade, I believe, referee to match. Jeez. Uh, you know, I mean, and of course, it's always part of the story then. then, then it becomes a story match because you remember the, uh, I, I, oh, another hell on the cell, I believe, HBK or uh, Triple H and and, uh, and Undertaker with HBK as the special referee.
0: Right. And that was because HBK had already been uh, disposed of and retired right. by the yeah. Undertaker, the year yeah. before, two years past. Yeah, that makes sense. They, they become part of the larger story.
1: Yeah, now see, here's here's the things I don't know are gimmicks. Or gimmick versus stipulation, because they kind of toe the line. Like, oh. I really enjoy the three-on-one match between Jericho and the Legends at WrestleMania 25. Yeah, that definitely does. That's a gimmick, do. I think. Though. That's
0: a gimmick because Jericho was basically on the warpath to get to... Um, the wrestler to Mickey Rourke.
1: Mickey Rourke. Yeah, that's the Mickey Rourke uh, one where he was supposed to do WrestleMania and then he chose not to.
0: Yes. So this is, yeah, this is, and it also opened the door for for Snooker to have a, a very quick and successful last, last run. For those of you who are in audio, I am using the air quotes. But um, yeah, th- this is. And t- Ricky Steamboat. Ricky Steamboat looked great in that match. Yes, it was more Steamboat than Snooka. Snooka's. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, you're right. I was reading Snooka's name first. But yeah, it was Ricky, it was Dragon who came out and had an g- unbelievable return. Um, and then I'm looking at, like, yeah. And then book- he got
1: beat up by the uh, uh, by the Nexus the next night oh, and got that's, injured.
0: It's just what you do.
1: Yeah. Of course. You kill all that guy's heat. Yeah. How dare he?
0: But then, like, Steamboat and Jericho had a match. I think it, like, the backlash, the next sh- pay-per-view. Yeah, I think so. So, hey, sometimes it works. Uh, Boogeyman and Booker T. Charmel, that's pretty gimmicky because the gimmick of Book-y- Boogeyman – Overtakes everything,
1: but that's not a gimmick match. It's a gimmick in a match.
0: Yeah, but it's still like Boogeyman. Anything Boogeyman does is a, inherently a gimmick.
1: Well, it's 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 not a good match. So <laughs> it's, 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 I, I understand what you're trying to do here. You're trying to you're trying to parse parse things, and it, it's pretty straightforward, Joel. The difference between a gimmick and a stipulation.
0: I get it. I do. I hate it but it's, I know you do. We're still towing lines here. I know. I know. Like the Iron Man match between Sean and Brett, not a gimmick.
1: Um, it, it, it's the stipulation of the match. That it goes 60 minutes. It might be a gimmick though. I mean, Oh God. That, that, those gimmick? are, those are the types that, that I don't know really. Yeah. Because
0: more than one fall to a finish. It's the winner after sixty. Like, minutes. Is an, is an
1: unsanctioned match a gimmick or a stipulation?
0: unsanctioned to me feels gimmicky because if wrestling was about wins and losses, then this wouldn't count.
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah. And it's one of those, uh, the company disavows any knowledge of this, of this, of this match, even though we're putting it on here and taking all your money for it. Yeah.
0: This is a fun one at WrestleMania 36, the, the unknown WrestleMania, the one that never existed and never had a crowd. They did the SmackDown tag titles in a ladder match. The triple threat Elvis.
1: ladder match, yeah. The triple threat
0: singles ladder match. They had Morrison, one of the Usos, Jimmy Uso, the Jimmy Uso, and and Kofi Kingston mm-hmm. because Miz got COVID.
1: Yeah, and I think I also thought Jay was injured.
0: Jay could have been injured too. I don't. I, I remember for sure Miz had COVID, and it was just like this snake bit.
1: Yes. Match,
0: and for some reason they're like uh, put the tag titles on the line, but like have whoever wins be the tag team champion.
1: They really wanted Kofi and john morrison to go off ladders in that in that wrestlemania (laughs) yes and that was that was the time when we
0: all realized oh
1: crash pads we can do that now yeah no i actually i I remember i enjoyed one of the nights of that wrestlemania there was it a one night wrestlemania or was it two night oh no that was the
0: the first two night wrestlemania
1: yeah i enjoyed the second night i think a lot
0: that that was the brock and drew finish
1: or it might have been the first one i can't remember one of those nights was good yeah, one, they, of the, one of those nights was Charlotte and Rhea, where I just went to... <laughs> I think
0: that was night two. Uh, okay. night one finished off with one of the best gimmick matches ever, and that's the Boneyard match.
1: Yes. The bone Yeah, the Boneyard match was, was quite good. And then it led led to the uh <laughs> the Bray John Cena. Oh so good. No, shut up. Oh, Jeff Lore. <laughs> we, we're telling stories. I do yeah, but you got to tell good stories.
0: <laughs> no, oh, no, no, no. It's wrestling. We don't tell good stories. We just tell stories.
1: Yeah. J- okay. Jimmy tore his ACL in, in that match. That yeah, I match see that. In the chat. Okay. okay.
0: Was that yeah. cheering in the match? Wow. Holy crap. I got to go back and watch the uh, the unknown WrestleMania.
1: The empty stadium. <laughs> just...
0: empty. Oh, there was no stadium to be
1: had. Chad. No, no, I know. It was in the performance center and it was so
0: weird. All I... of it. I remember re watching it and it opens, I think, with the women's tag titles. And I was just like, this is awkward. It's just the announcers and four people and nothing. It was very strange.
1: Were, uh, were the golden role models the tag champs at the time then?
0: I remember Bliss Cross. No. Oh, Bliss or... and Cross
1: were. Okay. I
0: think it was Bliss Cross and Kabuki Warriors. I think that's. I think yeah. that was...
1: No, that, that, you're correct on that. What, what was Bailey doing in that match? in in that mania,
0: I do not remember okay, uh, I got,
1: i'll I'll look it up
0: all right uh in the meantime, what else do we have that was really really memorable? We'll talk about Firefly funhouse more, but not well, i mean recently. even
1: on the early ones like the body slam challenge between That's stud and 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 the giant that that I mean Andre the giant that was interesting i mean that that was the first real spectacle spectacle type thing that they do and and you know Vince loves giants, so that would have been, yeah, that would have been fun to see live. I didn't see the first two. Lo- I saw them on videotape, VHS, at my local video store. Because I, I again, I, and I reiterate that I did not grow up in an area. Number one, I didn't have cable for a long time. And number two, I didn't have WWF in my area. It was all Jim Crockett. Um, so I, it's But my local video store always picked up the Coliseum videotapes for some reason. I got to watch, that's how I watched the first three. Uh, WrestleManias, I believe. Can I hit you with a hot take, Jeff? Sure.
0: WrestleMania 2 is isn't a, it's just a big old gimmick. Yes. The whole show is a big old gimmick. The
1: whole show, because it, it's actually three WrestleManias.
0: Yes. So hypothetically, this is WrestleMania 41.
1: <laughs> 42, 42. <laughs> well, no, it's just three different locations because uh, uh, Starcade had done that, I believe, the previous year they had done it in two locations. So Vince decided he needed to do WrestleMania in three.
0: See, I love the idea of Vince just being like, we're going to start WrestleMania and it's going to be eight
1: o'clock everywhere. We start. Oh, God, that's, that's really, that's what Bailey was. Bailey did the fatal five way for the women's title against Sasha, Lacey, Naomi, and Tamina in that movie one.
0: I remember none. Nothing.
1: Of that. Nothing.
0: Yeah. Remember when the big show challenged Drew McIntyre after WrestleMania and then they aired it on Raw the next night? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no. It, it, just looking through here, though, the evolution of, of ladders, when it, went, when it went from like TLC and and all that to the money in the bank, and then it became the intercontinental let's kill all our mid carters thing because we had a few years of the intercontinental ladder match, like the year uh, Zack Ryder won. God bless
0: Matt Cardona. I've got an interview with him dropping this week. I I,
1: that was that that was a regret of mine that I did not because I went up for the I went up they did an NXT show at San Jose State, I believe. And this is before they started doing takeovers or anything like that. I I actually drove up from LA to San Jose because I was such a mark for, for NXT at that time. I was so loving it. Headlined by Charlotte and Sasha, I believe. Um and then I didn't stay for WrestleMania because I had no interest in it. I came home and watched it on TV. But that was a, that was a fun one. Uh, but, but I just remember the picture after, after WrestleMania was like Zack Ryder with the Intercontinental title. And you had you – know, or, or no, that, that wasn't uh, – oh, no, that was the one where they, where they took the belt off of Zack Ryder to give it to Miz.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the next name, Maurice came back, and yeah,
1: when Maurice came back, I was thinking that was when they had the titles on Punk, Bryant or Daniel Bryan and, and Ryder at the same time. But no, 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 this was the one where they they literally just said, "Eh, you don't get this anymore."
0: Ryder, you get your WrestleMania moment, and then yeah,
1: you get to shake hands <laughs> with with Razor Ramon, and then you get to lose the title the next night.
0: I'm sure he didn't care. He got he got the moment. He got the payday. He got. Oh no, the- he cared. I I guess maybe I don't know. Should have asked them.
1: Yeah,
0: I don't want to do that. Uh, yeah, there's so many like money in the bank matches. I know we said it got it started 21, but like man, they ran that match for several years. Yeah,
1: five years before they put, or four years, four or five years before they put on its own pay per view.
0: And I love that Shelton Benjamin is in every single one of He's them. He's the king of those, man. Watch, watch yeah. those early ones, man. He is the man in yeah. those. And, and Finley was in a bunch of them. Uh, MVP somehow got his way in a bunch. Like there's some wild. I
1: loved games. MVP in that one too. MVP yeah. MVP took that the big shot from the top of the ladder to the ladder that was leaning against the ring that That's year. Right. And right. I just I I I always will respect the hell out of MVP for that that bump alone.
0: <laughs> and then WrestleMania 22 when Ric Flair was in the Money of the Bank ladder was match was like this is going to be the year Ric Flair dies in the ring. And meanwhile, (laughs) here we are so many years later, and everyone's like, this is going to be the year that Ric Flair Flair dies in the ring. (laughs) ring, Yes. No, I
1: just remember that first one, the reaction was, okay, we got this ladder match. We're going to have Edge, Chris Benoit, cool. Shelton Benjamin, cool. Chris Jericho, cool. Christian, great. And Kane, what? Got to have a big man in that match, pal. (laughs) Got to have somebody
0: to, got to have a big man to take the bumps. That's right. Now it's the NXT special. (laughs) Whenever there's a big uh, a big five-way match for the the North American Championship, you got to have the one big guy in there.
1: There's not though this year.
0: Yeah, that's right. This year it's not, but, you know, that's just because which it
1: makes it far change. more interesting to me. Yeah, cuz I, I thought for sure Von Wagner was getting in that thing. I was I
0: was all for it for all the wrong reasons.
1: I know you were cuz you ha- you hate fun. You're no. You still I'm, a mad- I, Hey, what happened to Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal winner Madcap Moss? What are you, what are you talking about?
0: What do you mean what happened to him?
1: Whatever happened to him.
0: He never he never left. Oh. He's still, oh. He's still the guy.
1: Huh. See, so title?
0: I'm trying, I'm trying to vamp while I get my, my overlay up, but someone deleted all of my Madcap
2: overlays.
0: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> she thing to do. I got I've just been owned by my own channel. <sighs> uh, the go. Belfast
1: Brawl, JBL beat Finlay. Yeah. They had JBL go over Finley in a signature match. What happened there? i do not remember the build or anything uh i don't remember the build i just remember jb jbl i think that was still wrestling god jbl i'm not sure oh, had, to
0: have been. had
1: to have been might have been at the end of that and then finley i think Finlay was going to retire after that so that's why they uh had him look up at the lights i just there yeah
0: bunch of dicks what happened to matt cap that's what happened bam that's what happened
1: Damn, that's what's happening after WrestleMania. Other ones I'd like to forget about. Michael Cole versus Jerry Lawler. Oh, God. (laughs) That was just a match. Heel Michael Cole was the worst thing this company's ever done. It was pretty awful. And And they've done horribly racist and homophobic gimmicks. But this one took the cake. But Michael Cole being a heel announcer is still the worst thing they ever did to their product. (sighs) What about... (laughs) So Hogan
0: and Vince at 19 is a street fight. It's not a gimmick yes. match, but the most gimmicky thing about it is, like, the background oh, and then gimmicky. having Roddy Piper in it. And then also the facials. Yes. I, I'll never forget you have Hogan uh, – not Hogan. You, Hogan's bloody as hell. You have Vince's bloody face, like, appearing over the Mac. Over the apron. And oh yeah, like,
1: when he does that little peek up thing.
0: Yeah, 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 and stuff like that's great. And then Piper, of course, coming back. And this and and this is important because this was a match that was um, further built using the Hall of Fame, and we hadn't seen that yet, and we haven't seen it since. And everyone thought that this year's Rey Mysterio, Dom Mysterio match was going to come to a head at the Hall of Fame, and it's still good
1: I'm glad it's not though. Why? I actually like the Hall of Fame being somewhat respectful.
0: But you know where the Hall of Fame is physically.
1: Yes, in, in
0: yeah. our minds and in our <laughs> hearts. No, you know where it actually resides? Uh Where? It's in it. Well, not uh, not anymore. because it mo- in the storage in, in Stanford? No, it it's in Stanford, but it was in the offices in an elevator. <laughs> it was, I shit you not. I told the story on Kate and Joel, I think, and like, it's it's in the elevators at Titan Towers, but now because they've moved to a new office or are in the process, like now they could physically have a Hall of Fame if they so choose. Yes, they won't, but they, they won't. That being said, like why is the Hall of Fame is not
1: serious? <laughs> no, just... no, but you know, uh... see the thing about the Hall of Fame for me this year. We're going on a tangent, kids, because you know it's what we uh, do. Because this is what we do between the three presenters. Or at least two presenters and a guy I think is going to show up. So between Ric Flair, Conan, and Bob Zemuda as Tony Clifton.
0: Oh, God bless. Please do it.
1: Who's most likely to send that thing off the rails?
0: Depends. Do we get to do a whole thing with Bob Zemuda singing Moon River?
1: I think Bob Zemuda goes hard on end Oh, I, okay. if he's there.
0: I would pay. Of course, You'd, my
1: my joke was I really want, I really want Andy Kaufman to literally show up and say it's all, been a bit for the last thirty years and that people are forgetting who he is. So now's the time to cash in on it.
0: They'll do an AI Andy Kaufman bit. That's oh, do.
1: hologram Andy Kaufman like Tupac at uh,
0: you get it Coachella. Yeah, let's do it. That's that's the way to do it. <laughs>
1: And it's Jim Carrey doing that terrible thing that he thinks is Andy Kaufman. I yeah. love
0: that movie though.
1: Uh, I was on the Universal lot when they were shooting that, and uh, Jim Carrey was hell on earth.
0: That's that's what that next movie was. <laughs> he did the whole the whole explanation several years later, where he's like, "I was a monster. I was a madman. I was an awful human being." Yeah, like. Yeah. Tell well, us.
1: but he thought he was be- he thought he was doing method acting. So he what he'd do is he'd do things like he'd uh, he'd dress up as the Gimp from Pulp Fiction, and he'd jump onto trams to scare Japanese tourists. And one of them had a heart attack, I believe. Uh, he'd he'd dress up as a homeless man, he'd go rolling around in a dumpster, and he'd go into the theme park to start bugging guests. Mm-hmm. And, and, Of course, guess who had to deal with him once. <laughs> Jim
0: Carrey, though he he's always been nuts, he's always been a yes. kind of whack job. Like that, yes. that's the thing; it should, should come as a surprise to nobody that he is off the rails, bonkers.
1: Oh, there's the worst one. Maybe the Extreme Rules match between Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy. Yeah, I'm looking at that. <laughs> it was bad? They tried doing that in 2009. I can't believe I can't believe they uh, he did a brother versus brother feud got to do it somewhere That, but that literally pretty much killed matt hardy's career yeah that's fair to me <laughs> i mean he's never been as over as as he was when he was in the hardys yeah after that it was always it's the jeff hardy show with matt hardy
0: <laughs> it's true actually because jeff was always the one who was willing to absolutely go nuts in his matches where matt was the methodical one
1: <laughs> Matt was smart Yes, Uh, (laughs) that's why Matt still wrestles to this day. Oh, yeah. One of these, uh, another tangent. One one of these money in the banks was the Mr. Kennedy. Yeah, Kennedy. (laughs) I loved that gimmick so much.
0: They all loved it until he got a little bit too big of a head for it.
1: Well, yes.
0: And then he ended up getting completely smashed out of it, out of his yeah. money in the bank opportunity.
1: And then, and then, uh, and then, uh, Orton took a back body drop wrong. Oh yeah, that's right.
0: Uh, Shane and Vince at seventeen. I know that's that's not really. It's,
1: it's a, a st- lot of these are Shane centric. You'll notice towards the latter stages. It's how can we get Shane on this show and have him do dumb stuff? How do we have him dive out
0: of a helicopter and completely no cell to finish? No, but Shane and Vince was, it, as much of a, like, it was a street fight and a whole, like, stipulation, but it was very gimmicky because you had Trish and you had
1: Linda at risk. Oh, yeah.
0: You had Mick Foley as It this. was
1: story-centric, so it was very yeah. gimmick-heavy. But but the actual street fight stipulation is a stipulation.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Again, this is where you kind of blur the lines. Yes, you for, can gimmick them up, yes. Yeah, exactly. And that was, that was good stuff. Well, okay. I don't remember Savage and Crush. It was a, a notice qualification, like a last man. Standing. It was a sixty-second count.
1: Yeah, so you uh, had to,
0: do it to get back up.
1: Yeah, it, it was basically like a last man standing match.
0: But instead of ten seconds, it was sixty. Yes, that's boring as hell. Why would you do that?
1: Yes, man, and Crush was boring as hell. Then
0: it's fair. He was
1: doing his <laughs> Kona heel Kona Crush gimmick. Oh, my God, I'd forgotten about that. Yeah, it's not good. And and remember, they had put they, they were trying to put Macho Man out to pasture at this time.
0: <laughs> Too <laughs> old. They almost got there. God. Uh, title versus hair. Victoria, and Molly, Holly. This was actually a really interesting match because it took Molly, Holly to put her hair up on the line to get the stupid match on the card. Yes. And that is like dedication to the craft. This is like the gimmick match that is the most praiseworthy.
1: Uh, ah yeah, yeah, there's another hair versus hair match though in the, in the Lexicon. It it's Adrian Adonis and uh and Piper. And Piper, and I thought there was a, another one with Umaga.
0: Yeah, Umaga and Lashley. That was Battle of the Billionaires. Oh, that's right.
1: I was there for that. Yeah. We don't talk Trump about and McMahon. Yeah,
0: yeah, uh-huh. yeah.
1: Uh yeah, Molly Holly um, it is along with Gail Kim and possibly Mickey James are the triumvirate of underappreciated WWE female legends. Yeah. In my opinion, because every time it's Trish Lita, Trish Lita, Trish Lita and Mickey's still out there doing it. Yep. Gail Kim. They never knew what they had in her. She had to go elsewhere to do things. And then, and then Molly poor Mo- Molly did so much. And the knock against her was she wasn't model hot internally. that was that was the knock against her. So, oh, we can ugly her up a bit and shave her head. but she got everything over that she did. I mean, she was so great. um it's it's actually broken my heart that she's been in so many women's royal rumbles.
0: You know what's really fun? Well, also, I mean, she works she works as a producer. She's now. a
1: producer now, and that's that's a nice reward for her.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it she, when she got into the Hall of Fame, they were like, hey, you want to try out? And here we are. Um, all, all three of those women you just mentioned have you know, walked on to do a lot of amazing things, both backstage and in front of the camera, if you're Mickey James still. Uh, and in terms of Molly Holly, it's so interesting to think that her gimmick in WCW was Beauty Queen. Yes. Right? They brought yeah. her in as Miss Madness or as Mona. And then... Like the whole time and, and she's always been beautiful, but like she is yes, she's gorgeous. She was literally portraying a beauty queen, and then she comes into WWE and they're just like, Yeah, but she's not like that hot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, this was also that I mean, you remember,
0: uh She's not sleeping with me, so why should I care?
1: Well, legend was uh, you know, when they were talking about uh, he who should not be named being made world champion, that Stephanie once said, Well, who'd want to F him? And you're like, okay, <laughs> a little creepiness going on there, but yeah, but uh, no, uh, and look, as CM Punk can probably tell you, shaving your head is a risky proposition.
0: Yeah, you don't know how that thing's going to grow
1: back, you don't know how that's going to grow back. It didn't grow back well for old Phil, in my opinion.
0: Woof, don't a little bit,
1: little bit of a widow's peak thing going on, where he's you
0: know, I so. don't you, you gotta
1: instead of doing it. Slicking it straight back. You just got to style it right. I, I Okay. I'm a man who hasn't had hair in a number of years, Joel. I don't know these things. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, <laughs> I get it. I'll, I'll be in a hair match. <laughs> Did we
0: talk about the flag match? No. Kirshner Volkov, and Volkov at Chicago. Oh.
1: <laughs> Corporal Kirshner was so terrible. Yes. <laughs> I mean, and, and, and it was all basically... WWF being hurt that Sergeant Slaughter left.
0: Oh my God, that's true. They got him
1: back, but look, come on. Oh yeah, they got him back <laughs> and made him an Iraqi sympathizer. Hey, that WrestleMania Seven had a big sold out venue. And <laughs> didn't remember Nikolai Volkov's interesting. Uh, I, I've I've actually gotten to watch some of his older stuff in like mid south and stuff. He, I mean, he's he's a legit. you know he had legit grappling credentials and things like that and then he he, boy both nwa and wwf turned russian villains into (laughs) separatists when when the cold war was coming to a head during the reagan years because you remember do you remember lithuanian uh lithuanian uh nikolai volkov
0: No, and this is coming from a guy who's been to Lithuania. So yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's—I think he's actually from Lithuania, but but uh, they—they had him turn on uh, Boris Zukov, I believe. Oh yeah. And we're doing Russia versus uh, Lithuanian, and we're trying to make him, uh, 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 you know, trying to trying to use that as as a sympathy type Mm -hmm. of stuff. (laughs) We need this to be more than wrestling. We need (laughs) we world peace. Rocky 4 is huge. What is it with wrestling and Rocky? What, what what are we doing here? Well, I mean, the first Rocky's great. Or so I've been told. I've never seen it. You've never seen the Rocky movies either? I've I've only seen two Rocky movies. And that's Rocky 4 and Rocky Balboa. Ah, the fake ones. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was a kid and we went for a birthday party to see Rocky 4. Fair enough. That's why I love <laughs> Living in America by James Brown.
0: Oh, that's a good song, though
1: also my favorite ufc entrance ever tom lawler coming out as apollo creed
0: all i can think of is weird Al's version of that living with a hernia living with
1: a hernia yeah right. strong stuff what about lumberjack matches there's a lumberjill match there's two of them two lumberjills or, or a lumberjack and a lumberjill well
0: listen in like 2000s wwf the, the latter or the former and the latter quite frank. okay but like at one point, you were trying to put all the women in the same match because you only had one women's match on the card. So they did, at WrestleMania 23, they did the Lumberjills with Melina and Ashley in the match. Yes. And then at 24, they had uh, Beth Phoenix and Melina against Ashley Mazzaro and Maria Canellis.
1: Actually, you know what? The, the, the thing about Lumberjack matches is that over time, they've just become so effing ridiculous. You might call them a gimmick. They it, it is a gimmick match. Oh, uh, yeah. But, like, back in my day, back in the day, you, you'd occasionally have actually straight lumberjack matches where there wasn't all the, oh, all the baby faces attack all the heels and it turns into bedlam, and then that allows the heel to score a pinfall by cheating when the referee is trying to maintain control and all that other stuff. Like, I, I think there's something to... But you have to establish that in storytelling. You have to establish that the heel likes to run away. And and it used to be you could do a lumberjack match, do that. It's more or less that mythos has been replaced by a cage match. Although in the WWF, they still do the stupid escape the cage stipulations, which I hate. Why do you hate it? Because the point of the cage is to keep both people in there. Yeah, but
0: escaping it should be just as good as trying no, to escape no,
1: it no, no, Joel, you're wrong. You are wrong and soft. I hate you. No, uh, <laughs> no, no. The just, point I'm is to have two. Here, I'm the, this. the point is to trap two people like wild animals in a cage, let them fight it out to the death, air quotes, and and there be a definitive winner. It's not put them both in and see if somebody can get out of it.
0: Kind of like yeah. Taker and Mark Henry in a casket match.
1: Casket matches are the worst.
0: I can't believe that that's the only WrestleMania casket match.
1: Well, there's been one on a rumble. Yeah. Uh,
0: there have been others at random pay-per-views. Yes, at
1: random pay-per-views, and they use that as the headline.
0: Yeah, but I just... Oh, I, so
1: I understand why.
0: Of course. From a business standpoint, it makes sense. Standpoint. I just, for some reason, thought that there was another one.
1: I thought there was, too. I, I, I'm not, not going to lie. I, did, I didn't mean to just... Uh, be contrarian to be contrarian on you there but no i agree and boy of all the casket matches you could have
0: and and again talking about the business of things like you put a casket match on wrestlemania how do you make it bigger well you had to have a bigger casket than you would normally have that was the whole like the mabel story again you know yeah the super casket for mark henry so
1: why did yeah. I think that Punk Undertaker was a... No, it's not. No, it though. wasn't. It was the Urn story. It was the Urn that, story. yeah. As, as was the Mr. Hughes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I love Curtis Hughes. The The most awesome-looking, terrible wrestler he is. Yeah,
0: as, as Bruce Pritchard used to say, but then
1: the bell rang. Yeah, but then the bell rang. But I love his look. I just... As a character, he's great. As a wrestler, not so much. Keep him on the outside. And as a trainer, great.
0: What about he's a a
1: trainer in Atlanta right now?
0: I I was gonna say he he has a school where he where he trains. Yeah. And he does pretty well. But then I think I've also heard people say he's never at said school.
1: Well that's 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 part of the gimmick too. (laughs) That's that's the old heart. That that was like, yeah, well. That was the
0: Bruce Hart gimmick.
1: Oh dude, that was that was the gimmick in the early nineties, too, because it's like when I went to wrestling school, I was expecting one legend to be there and he wasn't there. It's like, it was always his underlings who were in there just punking people out and stuff,
0: toiling away. How seriously do you want it? I learned this way. You should all learn this way.
1: Well, it's, or you learn the mad dog, Buzz Sawyer way and you rip off the guy who later becomes the undertaker. No, <laughs> you take 350 bucks and you clear town. And then years later, you're in the same locker room and uh Oh, Oh, where do you go from here?
0: Pay him money. I don't care. Just get him out of here. <sighs> did we talk about Akabono and, uh, and? We did
1: very briefly. We it's- said we. I I like those types of matches. I like freak show matches like that occasionally. Yeah, I think course. they're good for wrestling. So then, why didn't you like Firefly Funhouse?
0: <laughs> because that was just done poorly. <laughs> Explain, I, because there are some people who will disagree. I'm sure there are people who will agree, but like, what what didn't do it for you? Uh the John Cena through the multiverse stuff. Not even what about like the John Cena alternate reality?
1: That's what I meant. I, I yeah.
0: Was it really that bad though? Like what if John Cena did this? What if he did that? What if he joined the NWO? What if it, it was it also
1: he- felt derivative of the of the hardy fights on those compounds, which were so great.
0: Yes. And and those were a different time for sure, doing the uh the ultimate deletion and uh. Yes. uh all of those, Matt. Remember when the, they did the first one in Impact, and they sent screeners to like all of these?
1: Yes, because the I got a screener ones. at the time. Yeah.
0: And then they were like, "We need you to film your reaction to this." I will never forget watching the compilation of reactions to this, and, and this is how Impact thought they were going to like change the business. <laughs> Not the Hardys, no. Impact specifically, we're just like these reactions are going to be big on YouTube, and they're going to be the next big thing.
1: I still can't believe they had a Nigerian drum fight. <laughs> Sat
0: there for weeks positing all the options that this could mean.
1: And what, what are they, they going to do? What kind of mythos are they going to use for this? No, like
0: I was like, just it's just going to be a bunch of drums and they're going to beat each other up with the drums. And they didn't even do that. No. So stupid. <laughs> that part really buzzes me more than anything else. Like I don't give a shit that the match was like just bad. Yeah, you give a shit that all these drums were just there and barely used. Where do they rent them from and how did they get them back? Maybe that was why.
1: Okay, so we had Hell in a Cell, Undertaker, and Shane. We had False Count Anywhere, Miz and Shane. We We had, oh, remember the great build for the Braun Strowman, Shane McMahon, Steel Cage fight?
0: that match was awful you're stupid <laughs> the brain Strowman came out yeah braun is dumb braun is dumb braun
1: is dumb braun is dumb and it turns out braun is dumb turns out braun is dumb but he Br- Br- braun won the match he did win the match i was i was hoping they'd pay that off with braun losing i, I remember was- my prediction show for that one
0: was it gonna be braun throws shane out of the cage yes <laughs> that's how he i
1: think looked. that's what it was i think it was you know he just throws him out the door or whatever and then yeah. loses and then changes points and laughs he throws him through the cage <laughs> through the,
0: the 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 not the ceiling through through the side a la paul white and vince mcmahon and stone cold yeah and uh, you know do the same Valentine's Day massacre finish and that would have been perfect yeah we didn't do it though. <laughs> What else is on this match? I mean, we didn't we touched on boneyard, but we didn't like really deep dive as to whether or not it was a good gimmick match. Because
1: it was a great gimmick match, I thought.
0: Yeah, it, it had a lot of it had a lot of really good things in it, especially given the fact that like Undertaker was at a certain age, AJ is more campy at this point than anything yeah, people else. People
1: were whining about why are we misusing AJ? Right. Who's a great in-ring performer, blah blah blah. I was like, Do you remember the first uh first mania that AJ was in where everybody was saying, oh, they're gonna have to put him over because it's his first one and his star thing? I, and I was this is how I made my bones in commentary, uh, Joel. I'm the only person who goes, No, they're gonna have Chris Jericho beat him clean as a sheet. That's just what you do, pal. Because he's not part of the, we got to test him. We got to break him down and build him up, pal.
0: That's right. We got to test him. That that was the next thing I was going to say. You just got to, yeah, you got to make him, make him learn.
1: Make him learn the WWE way.
0: Oh man. What an awful, awful deal that was.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was the best use of, uh, of the OC that there's ever been.
0: Yeah, that's fair. They're supposed to be in the Andre, the giant battle, battle, the arm bar. They're going to be in the arm bar next week. Is that
1: what we call it
0: now? That's my call it. The Andre Rusimov, was it Memorial Battle Royal? The and B- the B-
1: only thing, the only thing about that stupid battle royal is that they rib somebody to have to take that trophy all over the place.
0: And you got to do the pose. And you, you got to do the pose. pose. Because that's how Andre posed back in uh, in, in the 70s. And so the I've,
1: co- I've come to the conclusion that this year, because I've looked at the people that are in this, yeah. it's Gargano. They're going to give it to a short guy to have to do the pose. Oh, my God. I think
0: it's <laughs> Bronson Reed, but, I mean, Gargano would be hilarious. Actually,
1: Bronson Reed would be a good choice.
0: Yeah, you want to start getting Actually, that.
1: now that I think about it, that's probably more correct than me.
0: Yeah, I, and there are other people who are. I like,
1: was saying they're going to do it as a rib to a short guy. <laughs>
0: I mean a lot of people are saying LA Knight because he's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I can't yell yeah right now because I have a window <laughs> sleeping in a room across the I street. like LA Knight. Who doesn't? Uh Dave Meltzer. I asked important people who doesn't.
1: Well, it's one of those things where it's like, but but that's where you got the reputation of, you know, once the bell rings, of thing, I go, I think he's fine. He bumps for guys like a madman. I think he's I mean, look, he's not Kenny Omega. Ooh, I don't want him to be Kenny Omega. I don't even like Kenny Omega all that much, to be honest with you. But that's me, and that's my personal predilections. And I'll talk about that sometime else. Hey, who's Kenny facing next WrestleMania? (laughs) AJ Styles. (laughs) Oh, actually, had my three-way with him and Finn. Yeah, let's leader of the Bullet Club (laughs) match. But they never mention it.
0: Yeah, they call it the Battle of the Club.
1: And there, let's go over the gimmick matches. uh, You know, in the last ten minutes, we have. Uh, or so, are we just going an hour? I figure we're just going an hour. Yeah, but. no, we,
0: we can go 20 if we really wanted to. to, to really but let's do.
1: go over the gimmick matches this year. Do you have that in front of you by chance?
0: Let's pull up the WrestleMania 39 card because there must be. There must be. Well, there's a hell in the cell. Yeah, but there's a hell in the cell every year
1: now. <laughs> Joel is unimpressed with your hell in the cell matches, WWE. I don't mind it. It's, it's uh, I, I, mean, I, just, I don't feel I, like the feud got like Ray Dominic should be hell in a cell. That's no, a match I, with a personal issue. It is, but it's not personal
0: enough to get there yet.
1: Oh no, we got personal on Friday. I thought, I thought they, they hit that. I was perfectly. covering
0: sacrifice. So I haven't seen. Okay. Any.
1: So here, here's the deal is that, uh, and my theory was this, as soon as Dominic goes after his mom, it's over for him. Right. And, and, and so they were sitting ringside. He, 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 he's, Talking trash to Aaliyah, Buddy Murphy's girlfriend, and <laughs> and his mom, and uh, and Ray's leaving. He's like, oh yeah, he left all that. Like, he turns to mom, and mom takes the mic out of uh, out of his hand, and goes, Dominic. And Dominic takes the mic right back, and goes, Mom, shut up, and he yells at. And you just see, you just see Ray go. That is the love of my life, and you are not pulling that shit right now went over and just beat, started beating on him or slugged him. I was like, yes, there you go. Problem oh. is,
0: if Ray and Dominic are in Hell in a Cell, how will Vicky Guerrero come in and affect the match outcome? <laughs> oh, God.
1: That's my boy! That's my boy! Excuse me! That's my son!
0: <laughs> I need, oh my God, I need interactions between Vicky Guerrero and Chelsea Green. Like, a snap. I need Chelsea to, like, walk up to Vicky and be like, I love your yeah. hair, and thinking <laughs> to be like, "Thank you, I've been waiting for someone to comment me on my hair." And then they just they hug it out, and they're just like, "Something about you, I think I'm gonna like."
1: Oh, you're expecting them to do something with Chelsea Green? That's so cute. <laughs> I just want them to keep doing. That's that. so adorable, Joel. I just take to- it up for your fellow Canadians. I just want to pat you on the head.
0: It's true. I just need her to be in every segment every week.
1: Uh, I think think Vicky's done now, actually. Yeah. Someone asking in the chat when their contract... I don't know if she has a contract that runs out, but I think she's done, actually. She could probably appear at WrestleMania. Let's do it. (laughs) I'd take her over Conan. (laughs) (laughs) I love the... I I know
0: that everyone was like, oh, he's going to start his Hall of Fame speech with, do you listen to my podcast? Podcast. No, it's not that. He's going to do an entire podcast as his introduction. Oh no,
1: he's gonna no. He's gonna do the the WCW NWO intro for himself because he's gonna get. He wants that one last pop for him because he never got it. He's gonna do the Arriba La Rasa.
0: I hope he comes out to the Filthy Animals theme song.
1: I hope he comes out dressed as, as a twenty year old gangster from nineteen ninety five.
0: Well, he's got the baggy pants and then the baggy pants and the and the plaid the shirt. The plaid shirt only has the top button done yeah. up. That's it. Smoking yeah. a
1: giant blunt, saying yeah. he's in Iran. Yeah, that'll be perfect. <laughs>
0: And he's got the stovepipe hat or the the yes the Walter White hat yeah and cool. he
1: does a somersault on his way to the podium to pretend that oh. like he's doing a clothesline. Did you like that about Conan when he did that? I no. <laughs> I thought I thought I thought he was cooked once he got to WCW. To be honest with you, that's he was, he was great on that last that last bit of ECW he did before they all got signed.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Never did anything for me in WCW, but he was fantastic before that.
0: The only. Gimmick match is hell in a cell is hell in a cell. And, and so here's the thing with fit with edge and and Finn, this is a story, love it or not. That's been going on for a a year.
1: Yes. it's terrible
0: as of mania. And it's been, it's been on and off, which like love it or hate it. And I I agree. It's been largely not great, but like, I got to give it to edge as much as I dislike the way that it's coming across. At least there's been long-term story, yeah. Long-term storytelling throughout his entire return.
1: Yes, but I, I don't like Edge's storytelling. Uh, like his promos are just. Yes. I'll be back in five minutes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, you know what? Rhea and Beth are really what made this story to me. I, yeah. I thought they were both great, especially in that mixed tag match.
0: Yeah, and watching that one live was bonkers. I loved it. It was such yeah. a good match, but. Uh, yeah, I thought that it was going to be Edge and Beth at Mania against Rhea and Finn at that point. I didn't I didn't love Rhea getting the, the Rumble win,
1: but and I thought there'd be a gimmick for Asuka and Bianca, to be honest with you. And that's that was just lazy what they did with that entire story. Go go act crazy again. This time you're in clown makeup though, Asuka. Okay. Yeah, you're a crazy clown. I'm hoping for an Asuka Muda Mist at the end of the match oh that'd
0: be fun Do it do a whole thing do an interaction is there yeah. anything else from the old school manias that really like stand out
1: let me take a look here look
0: again, just in case we missed something important
1: well i mean once you get into brett austin the, the matches really became a lot better
0: i put down the Eurocontinental two out of three falls match from wrestlemania 2000 that's angle and angle jericho benoit where... that's a fun match it's a fun match. That's the one where Kirk came in with the European and Intercontinental Championships, and then they did a two out of three falls match. Where yeah, where,
1: where, where the first winner gets the, the European title and the second gets the Intercontinental. This isn't
0: so much gimmick. It's, it It's again, straddling the line. where like That's stipulation. It's so, stipulation, but, but it's but, still fun. <laughs> yeah, it, it's gimmicky in the way that they're like, you have two titles, so we're going to have a two out of three falls match to get the titles off you. And it worked. Oh, Brawl for All.
1: Yes, Brawl for All. <laughs> the finals was there. Butterbean absolutely KOing. Bart just, just molly whopped him. Just, I mean.
0: <laughs> he, he, he effectively knocked him out and his career
1: to go with. <laughs> and he killed that entire gimmick. 100%. There was 100% no. killed that gimmick dead. No more Brawl for All. No more Bark Gun. No more
0: anything. They were like, no, nope, no, nope, no, nope. never happened. Didn't happen.
1: I'm trying to look up if D-Lo Brown ever had a singles match at WrestleMania. He definitely did not. Okay.
0: There's a bunch of battle royals. The hardcore battle royal. I I love that from WrestleMania. Hardcore battle royals. The, the gimmick battle royal. The gimmick battle royal. That's the last one we got. That,
1: that, was, that was more fun than it had any right to be. But the problem was, of course, Iron Sheik couldn't take a bump. So he had to win.
0: That's how he wins.
1: Yeah. Although have, the commentary on that one was fun.
0: Yeah. Having, uh, having, um,
1: Heenan and Cornette, I believe, are both on commentary no, at the same was, time. No, it's Heenan and, uh, Mean Gene. And Mean Gene. Okay. That's a match. And Cornette yeah. and Pritchard. Cornet oh, Cornette was in it. That's right.
0: So Cornette and Pritchard are attached to each other for the entirety of the match because they're like, we don't want to take any bumps. Yes. Any of these old guys to come after us and like stiff us. And Vince <laughs> is back and grilling.
1: <laughs> like, just laughing Look at, those at him. Bastards. <laughs> <laughs> How much to, oh, you know, he, He's back and catering. How much to shoot on Pritchard today? <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: Look at all this money I made. Pritchard, they all want to kill you.
1: <laughs> Who could I sexually harass after this? <laughs> right. Who else is on this car?
0: Uh Jeez. This that gimmick battle royal though is like the epitome of the the most ridiculous shit to come out of WrestleMania.
1: But that's memberberry stuff. And they love doing that at Mania now. Why haven't they ever brought it back in some capacity? Because the gimmicks haven't been as hard Fair. in terms of going hard on the gimmick, and it's it's hard to do. That's true. I mean, I mean, you're not dressing up anybody in phony ice skates and expecting him to wrestle anymore. God bless Bill Irwin. How do you do that? How do you wrestle like that? I just go, that's a little bit too method, guys. Just let him, let him have his normal feet. He's just a guy who used to play hockey and he was too dangerous and he came out. Nope, we gotta have skate guards on there.
0: Did you see that Darren McCarty is yes. wrestling for
1: Impact this weekend? You know, Impact is, for me, one of the best feds for actual real celebrities slash athletes. Yes. because They do it right successful. most of the time. Yeah.
0: That being said.
1: I mean, and that's the other thing in, in WrestleMania that, that is a gimmick but not a gimmick match is the celebrity match now. Okay. Yeah.
0: They're, I mean, Logan, this year's is going to be
1: great, I think.
0: And that's the thing. Like, Logan Paul is not so good.
1: He's a terrible human being, but he's yeah. so good in the ring.
0: He's really good at also yeah. making you want to, like, punch him in the face. So he's effective now. But I don't even consider him celebrity because he's had a few matches. Okay. Like, where now he's, like, yeah, he's, he's entrenched in WWE stories. Therefore, like, like, for longer than just one pay-per-view cycle. So I see him more as, like, a, a, a recurring character. Let's do some prop bets.
1: So oh, let's go. Let's go. Let, let, just thinking out loud here, some, some some things. Will Pat McAfee make an appearance? Yes, but on commentary. Okay. What are the chances that they don't belt Cody and they decide that they want to pivot to Jay and Roman? I don't know how they how
0: odds work, but like whatever the minus a million equivalent of not gonna happen
1: is. Okay, so it'd be probably be about plus ten thousand.
0: Oh, so it's the other way. So plus is when it is.
1: Okay. Yeah, when they're the favorite, it's minus. When oh, I'm when sorry, they won't pay you as much. Right. Yeah. So, so, yeah. <laughs> have you
0: told you how much I love going to Vegas and not gambling? Yeah. Uh, to me, double or nothing is when I can't get my hotel room an hour before
1: I check in. Oh, geez, I I still have to make my plans for that, but um, I, I actually actually th- you know what I'm actually hyped for this WrestleMania it's odd because I think they're going to stick the landings on most of the programs that they're doing. They're big programs. I mean, in terms of the build, they've, they've done Cody, right? They've done the Usos and KO and Sammy, right? They've done Ray and Dominic correctly. I think they've done, I mean, the real, the real, they've done Logan, Paul and Seth, right? I think in in many ways, I think the one, and, and of course the Gunther story has been fantastic too. The women who have suffered this year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, there's another one. Chances are they just decided to put Charlotte over Rhea. I
0: uh, I can see Rhea winning and Bianca retaining. That's where I'm at.
1: It's so weird because I would have told you when it started that Asuka was going over Bianca, but then they did nothing with that build. Exactly. They did nothing with that character choice. She, she just came out and did the wacky dancing again. And Asuka go out there and be crazy because I thought this was going to be the year. Okay, we're going to give Asuka her flowers at Mania. Um, this is their Char- version
0: of doing that.
1: Yeah. Charlotte came out last, last night and just cut a terrible promo.
0: So tradition, okay.
1: Well, I mean, the crowd's wanting her and she's getting mad at them for wanting her.
0: I'm looking forward to it. The and bar- they're
1: trying to do an emotional babyface promo out of here, and nobody's having any of it. She's not a babyface. <laughs> Every time they try to babyface her, everyone's just like, stop it.
0: What do you I think
1: I think Flair comes in to try and help her win.
0: Uh, I could see that, especially if he's gonna be at Hall of Fame on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent
1: Uh I think the six-woman match is gonna be the underappreciated might steal the show match. I could see that, but I... Uh. I'm not big on Lita, but the other five are great in the match. But I think it's going to be... I think there's going to be a lot of histrionics and a lot of storytelling in this match. Yeah. And
0: they're already trying that with socials, which is fine. Like, it's it's a good thing to have. But other than that, I don't see... Th- there's no... Import- I hated that
1: they made Becky the man last week again. Uh, it was
0: expected. It was...
1: It's well, Vince. It, it has to be Vince, right?
0: No. No. I think if anything, it was Becky being like, or everyone just being like Becky that decided is- to be a theater kid again and decided to get dressed up. It was a marketable machine, the man. How much uh, they sold so much gimmicky shit with that. Yeah,
1: but she but, but no, they they sold the the simple the man when it was just the man shirt, she was being stone cold, Becky Lynch. Hey. Not 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 be not being set. Hey Seth, let's go into our wardrobe and see what the wackiest thing we can find tonight is. That, that was, was a hey
0: Seth, let's hire somebody to come do our wardrobe. Yeah, and then hope that they don't get kicked out when somebody tries. Who to-
1: can be more like Elton John on the Muppet Show?
0: I, I, but I love that. It's every week. It's just tune in to see who looks weirder.
1: Seth Rollins goes into town, finds a Ross somewhere, goes <laughs> in the women's section, says, "What can I make work here?" <laughs> He, he doesn't even do that. He walks into like the
0: local drapery and buys as much fabric as he can. And he's like, what's
1: the worst looking 70? No, he, no. He goes into like a hotel surplus outlet That's and a, finds curtains from like a seventies Vegas hotel. Like, and says, make me a suit out of that.
0: He doesn't even, he he brings it back to work and he's like, I'm going to make them this. work tonight. They're going to have to earn their money.
1: Mikazi, come over here.
0: Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> The reason Sandra Gray doesn't work for WWE anymore is because she, she got pissed off at Seth trying to get her to make suits for him.
1: This is a hostile work environment. I can't I can't work under these conditions. I've been, what the hell is he doing to me?
0: I've been here for 25 years. I worked for WCW for Christ's sake, and it was better than this. I dressed Hogan, and he was <laughs> They know many times Hogan said that's not going to work for me, sister.
1: I still worked. Triple H made it made me sew a biker costume every year. <laughs> you remember those bike shorts?
0: That was all me.
1: That was all Miss Gray. I could just... Um, who who is the appearance that will have everybody going? Oh my god! I can't believe that that person showed up to Mania. If there is one,
0: I don't know. I'm trying
1: to think of if there is going to be one.
0: Not The Rock. It's Brian Gewurz shows up. <laughs> and it's just one of those if you know, you know moments.
1: Uh, he'll be in New York.
0: Yeah, we all will. <laughs> you will? What? I'd rather be in New York. Yeah, I hate New York City. <laughs> like it better than L.A., I tell you I'd that. rather
1: go to SoFi than go to New York City. Oh, no. <laughs> and... Then- <laughs> Trust me, I went to a Super Bowl at SoFi. It's not easy to get in and out of there, no <laughs> the matter
0: what. The entire Hawaii family shows up for WrestleMania. That's the big news, and just to watch Roman lose.
1: Oh, or they surround the ring and they do some like try. They do some like funeral for Roman after he loses.
0: They do a full Viking wrestling funeral. <laughs> they coat the ring with whatever Triple H said they were shielding the ring with from COVID nineteen with. It turns out that stuff was flammable.
1: As long as Haku and the Barbarian are there, even though they're not really family. <laughs> like, I'd love Haku to be there just for no reason. Well, they're they all they're all owed a date as a make good because they didn't do Raw
0: 30 with the uh, the Tribal Council.
1: Yeah. I think Austin shows up. I do too. And I think he ends up stunning L.A. Knight. 100%. I, the, I've been saying this for... Because L.A. Knight's going to love that too. Well, Austin- <laughs>
0: yeah, I'll do it. The, no, the the face to face is that oh, yeah. yeah, what? Yeah. Yeah, what? And people look at you. Right. Let's go. Look at look at you. life cakes. Yummy. Yeah. You're, path- You're pathetic.
1: Yeah. <laughs> You're pathetic. And doing doing like what is it, the three the three word prose. You came in, what? Took my gimmick? What? <laughs> <laughs> doing all my vocal incantations? What?
0: What do you got? Some Mountain Dew pitch black here? Let me try some of that
1: um and and okay what's a well see i don't want to end on a dour note but what's a what's a match that's going to underwhelm you think hmm we won't end on that we'll ask what overperforms after this yeah um let me take a little lineup here real quick theory <laughs> and cena
0: yeah and that's and i think that's going to be more on john cena than on austin theory that's
1: going to be dangerous anyways what's well, going to open up the show and the yeah b- it is it's opening up the show but also i mean Cena so thoroughly buried Austin Theory in, in that promo. Do you think
0: they've kind of um, led you to the finish, knowing that this opens up night one of WrestleMania?
1: What do you, okay? So what do you think the finish is?
0: Cena wins.
1: No, yeah. I think Theory wins because, and that way people can forget about oh, yeah. it for the rest of the show.
0: I think that's fair, but I also think that it should be a statement win for Theory. Uh, but that John Cena getting that huge pop to start the night is another thing worth doing.
1: Yeah, we'll see. I, I think uh, I think theory cheats to win, and 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 you're not allowed to say for underwhelming Lesnar versus almost because that's definitely gonna underwhelm no matter what.
0: I I that's not even a, like an underwhelming conversation. I think it's gonna be a fun stupid match that either ends with Brock getting beat down by the renewed hurt business. Yeah. Or- barack beating another black dude <laughs> and
1: everyone talking
0: about it wow
1: i hadn't thought about it that way but thank you sorry uh, shout out Joel. to the
0: Craft city guys because i was listening to their podcast earlier today and it's been very much discussed
1: <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> just sorry it's been on my mind oh i think uh oh that that fatal four-way women's tag match yeah I wonder who the, who, who the fourth team's going to be, though. I think at one point they had it all
0: listed, or Dave had them all listed.
1: Well, it's Liv Raquel, Natty and Shotzi, Ronda and Shayna.
0: And then one more team from Raw.
1: Maybe Raw? Oh, it, it's supposed to be Chelsea and... Uh, and Carmella. Carmella. Or what, or, or, but it might be Chelsea and... Uh, and Piper. Piper. And Piper's good. I like her. Yes, she's great. Shotzi can do some crazy stuff. Yeah. Love Shotzi. She know, let um, yeah. see. Th- this is what Shotzi's role should always be is you just bring her out in a match where there's a lot of people and a lot of plunder and you just have her do a dive. Yeah. Or exactly. something. She'll,
0: she'll probably do a full on dive into the field.
1: Yes. Take, I, I agree. Yeah.
0: It'll be a mid mid rope tope, just dive, just a suicide dive through the ropes.
1: I mean, the matches I think are going to be good are going to be good. You know, Usos, Owens, and Zayn is going to slap.
0: And again, this is the one thing about WrestleMania is that not – there hasn't been a year that I can think of where every single match was clearly defined and built to perfection. Yeah. You know, every year there's always going to be two or three matches that are like, they're there.
1: But other than that,
0: you know, they're just –
1: I'm going to go with that Intercontinental title match of stealing the show, possibly. Oh, yeah, I'm down with that, 100%. Just Gunther smacking the hell out of these guys. Yeah, And both men just being big bastards. Yes. Yeah, let it happen. For this sure. is a hoss match. This is a under... I mean, if this, is, if this is three quarters as good as Clash of the Castle, I'll be happy.
0: If that match goes on, let's say, night one, then Brock Lesnar and Omos has to be on night two. Just because you need those beat down weird attraction. Match. Yes.
1: Yeah. yeah. You know,
0: opposing each other. Not, not on the same night.
1: Oh, I put them in the death spot on night two.
0: Brock and Omos. Yes. Watch Brock open up the show on night two. <laughs> Just like WrestleMania there. I'm not main eventing. I'm going home early. <laughs> yeah. F it. Get me on first. I got a plane to catch. Let me beat the shit out of Omas and get out of here.
1: I think Omos is winning that match.
0: Like I said, it's going to be the renewal of the Hurt Business, Bobby and the Boys. Okay, who's in it?
1: Uh, Is there anybody new in it?
0: No, it's going to be... Okay, so Oma Shelton, uh, what's his face? (laughs) Cedric, and and Bobby. And then I know there was the photo going around that MVP posted with uh, Carmelo Hayes. I don't want Carmelo coming in as a member of the Hurt Business. I don't either. I also um, don't want like him coming in as a member of Hit Row, which was something that someone put out there. And I was like, stop put, stop trying to put people in the box. We'll leave it at that. Um, yeah, that's where my my as so-and-so should join Hit Row bit came in um, for weeks at a
1: time. I would love the street profits over...
0: There was oh. street profits at one point. There was a photo with street profits and Mellow. You
1: street profits somehow appeals to me. I don't know why. It's just one of those things where it's like, okay, we're not... G- We either have to break up this Dawkins Ford team once and for all. No, yeah, probably. Or at least, I mean, you don't have to do the turn thing. You don't have to do. uh, See, I don't want that necessarily. But hey, let's be singles guys and see where we can go with it. Just do, just like Ry
0: Why would you say that? (laughs) That's awful. I don't like that. (laughs) Oh, Ryan. (sighs)
1: And I think, uh, God, I can't believe we're going to use this six woman match to get to a. a is it going to be a Trish and Becky feud?
0: Yeah, that's what they're saying for SummerSlam. All right. In in, in beautiful sunny Detroit. Detroit. I hated that venue when I went there. Fort this field. is
1: not the Silver Dome.
0: I would take the Silver Dome.
1: <laughs> Yet yeah, Detroit. What what is WWE's fascination with Detroit?
0: Motor City. It's not
1: Michigan. a major city.
0: No, but it is because hot rods and cars and Vince loves cars.
1: Vince likes German cars from what I know. Uh, <laughs> no, he loves crashing German cars. Yes, that's true. Right. And racing as riders. That's right. Hey, court.
0: Oh, my God. That's right. Uh, let's cut this. We're
1: good. <laughs> yeah, before we go too far. Uh, Jeff, plug your stuff. Uh, I am at Crap Game 13. I sit on the bench for Fightful, but I also do two podcasts. I do a podcast over at Fight Game Media, patreon.com slash Fight Game Media, called The Dynamite Show with Paul Ace Fontaine. About 10 minutes after, the, uh, after Dynamite, we record. It goes up later that night. A thorough deconstruction, sometimes too thorough of Dynamite. And then myself and Chris Novembrino over on Voices of Wrestling, doing Shake Them Ropes, somewhat lighthearted, pretty snarky this week uh uh look but uh next week we'll be doing our mania preview and our nxt stand and deliver and hopefully wake up for brunch <laughs> you can find that on all your podcast catching uh gimmicks
0: jeff and uh jeff and pat gave uh vikingo and kenny all the stars they loved the match more than anything in this life me and pat i don't know christ novemberino oh, no pat lafontaine
1: oh pat lafontaine oh yeah, yeah. Oh, Pat Prat or Pat Lafontaine?
0: Lafontaine, Pat LaPrade is a Montreal boy.
1: Yeah, Pat Lafontaine is a great Buffalo uh, Saber. Saber, that's right. Yes.
0: Yeah, so that's who you do podcasts with. Is a great
1: Buffalo Buffalo Saber. I'm fine with that. I used to be a Sabers fan. Wonderful. There fan. you yes. go. And Darren McCarty is going to be in a match. McCarty, and then we'll have you know Rob Ray will come back, and Matthew Barnaby, and let's go. <laughs> Actually, let's get Matthew Barnaby in a wrestling ring and. Never mind.
0: Never mind is right. Dominic Hashik might come back. Hashik. For nobody. Hashik no, and no, Greg Fear, tag team. Tara's groin, right, during the winter Olympics and
1: Howard Chuck and Ander Chuck, the Chuck brothers. The
0: upchucks.
1: <laughs> the Upchucks. That's even oh, cut this, God. cut this,
0: Joel Jesus. Why do we do this to ourselves? Anyway, I'm sure <laughs> some of y'all found some fun in this while you're working away doing nothing all day. Uh, until then, I am Admiral Pearl, J O E L P A R, all ladies and gentlemen, friends of me on the binary. We'll see you in the next one. Yeah,
2: Cheers. follow that, Kate.